0: It is
1: 309. You may start the meeting. Thanks, Tara. Good afternoon, and welcome to the meeting of the Visual Arts Committee on Wednesday, January 7th, 2024. I'd like to call this meeting to order. Uh, Craig, can we call the roll? Of course.
2: Uh, Commissioner Ferris here, Commissioner Beltran here, Commissioner Hakimi here, Commissioner McCoy present, and Commissioner Snare here, Commissioner Liu and Muslay are absent. Um, staff that are in attendance are Ralph Remington, Director of Cultural Affairs, and uh, Mary Chu, um, Director of Public Art.
0: Thank you, Craig. All right, I'd like to ask for any changes to the agenda.
1: There is a change title, I'm sorry, item number eight, uh, which is the Public Art Program Fiscal Year 2023 Annual Report has been tabled. And with that, I'd like to begin the meeting. I'd like to welcome all persons interested in this meeting to attend in person at 401 Van Ness Avenue, Suite 125. This meeting is being streamed via via WebEx. While this technology grants us better accessibility for individuals listening to this meeting remotely, please be mindful that tech-related difficulties may occur, which could contribute to gaps and delays as staff transition the technology. Please know that we are doing our best and we ask for your patience. I want to remind us of the policies and procedures for public meetings at this meeting. We are bound to follow the structure of our agenda and adhere to the best practices set out in the good government guide at every public meeting. There's an opportunity for general public comment where members may comment on any item pertaining to this body. Public comment will be taken in person with remote access provided for those who require an ADA accommodation. Respectfully, we ask that you keep your public comment on topic. Each public comment is limited to three minutes. Please understand that the committee does not contribute dialogue towards public comments. Each comment will be documented for public uh, records. The ringing and use of cell phones, pagers, and similar sound producing electronic devices are prohibited at this meeting. The chair may order the removal from the meeting room of any persons responsible for the ringing or use of a cell phone pager or other similar sounding producing electronic devices. I uh, request everybody make sure their cell phones are turned off. I will turn it over to program associate Craig Cora for public comment instructions, Craig.
3: Thank you.
2: Uh, For members of the public who wish to comment on agenda items, you will be asked to voice your comment at the podium. You will see a blank public comment card located near the podium. It is recommended but not required to fill this out. I will start your three minutes when you speak using a visual timer. You will also receive a 30-second audible warning. When your time is up, I will say, your time is up. Participants who wish to speak on other agenda items may listen for the next public comment opportunity. Anyone who speaks during the public comment period at today's meeting can send a summary of the comments to be included in the minutes if it is 150 words or less sent to sfgov.org. The summary may be rejected if it exceeds the prescribed word limit or is not an accurate summary of the speaker's comments. Persons attending the meeting <coughs> and those unable to attend may submit written comments regarding the subject of the meeting. Such comments will be made part of the official public record and will be brought to the attention of the committee. Written comments should be submitted to the to arts commission staff via email to sfgov.org. By 5 PM, before the date of the meeting to ensure comments are shared with the commissioners ahead of the meeting. Um, Please note that the names and addresses included in the submittals will become part of the public record. Submittals may be anonymous, may be made anonymously written public comments submitted to SFAC staff will not be read aloud during the meeting communications received after 5 PM before the date of the meeting may be delivered to SFAC staff and will be shared with the commissioners. If you need to request a reasonable accommodation under the ADA or need to request language assistance, you must contact the program associate at least 48 hours in advance of the meeting. We will take every effort to accommodate all requests. Uh, Commissioner Ferris, please begin the meeting when you are ready.
1: Thank you, Craig. I'd like to start the meeting by reading our land acknowledgement statement. San Francisco Art Commission acknowledges that we are on the unceded ancestral homeland of the Ramaytush Ohlone, who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula. As the indigenous stewards of this land and in accordance with their traditions, the Ramaytush Ohlone have never ceded, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as the caretakers of this place, mm-hmm. as well as for all peoples who reside in their traditional territories. As guests, we recognize we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramaytish community, and by affirming their sovereign rights as First Peoples. As a department dedicated to promoting a diverse and equitable arts and culture environment in San Francisco, we are committed to supporting the traditional and contemporary evolution of the American Indian community. I would like to call item number two, general public comment. This item is to allow members of the public to comment generally on matters within the commission's purview, as well as to suggest new agenda items for the commission's consideration. I'd like to call for public comments. Is there any public comment on item number 2 general public comment?
2: If you'd like to make a public comment, please proceed to the podium and fill out an information card. We are currently on item 2. As a reminder, your time will start when we, when you begin speaking. We'll see a visual timer and receive a 30 second audible warning before your time concludes.
4: And I think there's no public comment at this time. Great. Thank you. All right, then we
1: will move to uh, item number 3, which is the consent calendar. We have a discussion and possible motion for several items.
4: Commissioners, please take a moment to the consent calendar.
0: And I would like to ask for any commissioners uh for withdrawals or recusals at this
4: time. Oh. Seeing no withdrawals or
1: recusals. Um, I would like to take all of the consent calendar. Together, um, do we have any commissioner discussion or comments? Being none, I'd like to call for public comment. Is there any public comment on the item number 3? The consent calendar
2: if you'd like to make a public comment, please proceed to the podium and fill out an information card. We are currently on item number 3. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking, you'll have, you'll see a visual timer and receive a 30 second audible warning before your time concludes. Is there any public comment?
4: I see no public comment at this time. Great. Thanks, Craig.
1: All right, then I would like to ask for a motion.
5: So moved. Second commissioner. Schenier.
1: Thank you, commissioners all those in favor say, aye aye. All aye. opposed say nay.
0: Motion passes unanimously.
1: All right, I'd like to call item number 4 item number 4 is hearts in San Francisco, Southeast community center. We have a discussion and possible action to approve the temporary installation of justice and artwork by Andre Renee for the San Francisco general hospital foundations hearts in San Francisco program. To be installed in the Southeast Community Center's exterior amphitheater for two years from February 23rd, 2024 through February 23rd, 2026. The San Francisco General Hospital Foundation will be, will be responsible for ongoing maintenance. The work will not become a part of the civic art collection. I'd like to introduce Arts and Education Program Manager Blair Randall and Executive Director of the Southeast Community Facility, Emily Rogers Farr. Thank you so
3: much. Um, good afternoon First commissioners. Chair Ferris, uh, Director Remington. My name is Blair Randall, Arts and Education Program Manager for the San Francisco Public Utilities Commission, and I'm joined by my colleague, Emily Rogers Farr, Executive Director of the Southeast Community Center.
6: Good afternoon. Thank you for having us and thank you for your ongoing support of the Southeast Community Center. The art collection that you have helped us acquire is really the star point of the center, and it's just stunning and beautiful, and we really appreciate our partnership with you.
3: Thank you, and we're also joined by Deputy Director of the Center, Larry Barry, sitting behind us. Um, we're here today to seek your approval for the temporary placement of a loaned artwork on city property, specifically one of the iconic heart sculptures which has been offered at no cost to the city by the San Francisco General Hospital Foundation. As you are aware, the San Francisco General Hospital Foundation Hearts in San Francisco project debuted in 2004, and that year, 130 sculptures created by local Bay Area artists were placed on display throughout San Francisco. Originally designed as a fundraiser for San Francisco General Hospital Foundation, the installation of hearts throughout the city has become part of our civic landscape. To date, 541 hearts have been commissioned. Last year, the San Francisco General Hospital Foundation approached the SFPC and offered to the Southeast Community Center a Hearts in San Francisco sculpture at no cost to the city. The staff of the Southeast Community Center worked with the staff of the San Francisco General Hospital Foundation to select a heart painted by the artist Andre Rene. The artist writes in his bio Andre Rene was born and raised in San Francisco in a Caribbean household. His work consists of colorful, visually charged, and abstract human-like figures. This heart features Dr. Martin Luther King, John Lewis, Reverend Jesse Douglas, James Foreman, and Ralph Abernathy, marching from Selma to Montgomery for voting rights for African-Americans. The heart also looks to the future of the Black Lives Matter movement. This heart sculpture and the loan of the heart sculpture Was presented to the commissioners of the Southeast community center, who approved of the selection and the artwork alone. This process serves as the public support requirement for temporarily placing public art on city property. Southeast community center staff consulted with public art staff of the arts commission to advise on the location of the artwork. The artwork will, will be placed in the recommended location near the amphitheater of the Southeast community center adjacent to the Alex Pitcher pavilion and on loan for a period of 2 years. If, for some reason, the heart needs to be temporarily moved, such as an event, the temporary location. Will be either another location adjacent to the Alex Pitcher pavilion, or the main entrance at the center. At Evans and 3rd, right? As displayed here. Blue is the preferred red are the alternatives. DPW will be consulted to ensure the plaza they designed can withstand the weight of the sculpture and for ADA access and compliance. Maintenance, repair, and cleaning of the heart sculpture and its signage will be provided by the San Francisco General Hospital Foundation through a contractor in, a co- in coordination with SEC staff. The terms of this loan have been memorialized in an MOU between the San Francisco General Hospital Foundation and the SAPUC. Approved by the city attorney and to be executed by the San Francisco General Hospital Foundation and the general manager of the SAPUC. This MOU will contain the necessary Kappa and Vera waivers. As a recap, today we're seeking your approval for the temporary placement of a Hearts in San Francisco sculpture painted by the artist Andre Rene at the Southeast Community Center, adjacent to the Alex Picture mm-hmm. Pavilion. The artwork is offered at no cost to the city and loaned for a period of two years. The Hearts in San Francisco sculpture will be in conversation with the extensive civic art collection already at the Southeast Community Center, most notably the three large permanent installations. Um, this one by Mildred Howard, one by Kenyatta A.C.
4: Hinkle,
3: and Philip Bois. Thank you very much for your time and consideration. Please let us know if you have any questions.
0: Thank you so much, Blair, and, um, thank you to Emily uh, for your
1: work and the consideration for uh, the placement of this project. So, uh, I would like to open it up to any commissioner discussion for questions.
7: This is Commissioner Beltran and I couldn't be more thrilled about this collaboration. It's, it seems so perfect, and, and I don't know who generated it, who initiated it, but I, I'm so excited to be able to see this happen.
8: Mr McCoy here um, often in these meetings, I bring up. Um, points of um, having our monuments and memorials and very things that are iconic to San Francisco, having them equitably placed around neighborhoods. And so I'm very happy to see this, because I think this hearts uh, project is something that's very iconic to San Francisco. And for us to see this in district 10, um, I think it's really a a huge step in the direction. I think we all want to go with making sure that we see these projects being equitably spread throughout our neighborhoods. So this is a great project. Congratulations on it. Thank you. It
6: it will be the 1st part in district. 10, that's correct. That's right.
8: Yeah, Four, oh, wow. three, two,
5: three. that's that's amazing and wonderful to hear. Um, I couldn't agree more with both, uh, commissioners Beltran and McCoy. I do have 1 question, though. If it does have to be moved for some reason, what's involved. Very strong
6: people <laughs>
4: <laughs>
6: <laughs> in all seriousness, um, we would reach out to the foundation and they would make arrangements for the contractor to come out and assist us in moving it. Okay, um, there's a whole like lift and. I can it's, imagine. Yeah, yeah, 400 pounds. Yeah. yeah, it's I can't pick it up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't think any of us can. the, and the, the, the heart sits on a pedestal. So it's not right. a fixed.
6: No, I know.
5: Yeah. yeah, no, I'm aware of that. I just was curious because I was curious about the whole idea about if it had to be moved. I'm like. Why would it have to be moved? But you never know,
6: right? It could be a construction reason. There could be, um. I mean, there could be any number of reasons, but probably if there were some, const- I, I would lean towards there being some sort of construction reason.
8: Okay. All right. Great. Thanks. Uh, Commissioner McCoy here, just a quick question, because I'm trying to see this uh, understand visually from where the promissory notes um, stand. Will you be able to see this heart from the front of the center? Or is it going to be um... it's
6: a little set back so that it's not. Um, so it doesn't take away from promissory notes promise we wanted to make sure in placement that promissory notes stayed the primary sculpture. Mm-hmm. It, it's sort of adjacent. It's not tucked away, but. Sort of
8: more towards the amphitheater more
6: towards the amphitheater. Yeah, Um, but toward the like, in terms of the alignment, it is facing mostly to to the, excuse me, open space. Okay. So you'll be able to see it, but you'll have to look that way to see it. It won't be, you know, it's not like the promissory, which is very much a focal point.
7: Okay, thank you. I had 1 quick question. Where is it located now
6: in a warehouse?
7: Oh my God! Are you serious?
6: So, explain to me: is that they have several pieces that come back into their collection over time, and so we were given several cho- uh, pieces to choose from, and this is the piece that my commission, the Southeast Community Facility Commission, thought was most appropriate for our absolutely for our site.
7: So much better than in a warehouse. <laughs>
6: <laughs> much much better than a warehouse. Yeah, and it's ready for installation.
7: Fantastic. Mm-hmm.
6: Thank you, commissioners
1: for your comments, and I agree wholeheartedly. It's so great to see another amazing art piece end up at, uh. At the community center, um, you know, with all the amazing art that's already there. So, um, super heartwarming, no pun intended. Um, but yes, it's nice to see, uh, It's nice to see, um, 1 of these hearts 1 of these iconic (laughs) baby. Uh, I would love to see if there's a way instead of it going back to the warehouse at the
6: end of 2 years. There's a way to extend that. I was actually going to add that if if I can, is that the foundation has, um. Not only generously, but excitedly, um, offered to do a, a rotation. Hmm. So this one may go somewhere else and then another one could come in. But more than that, uh-huh. they've also offered to work with us to commission an original piece that would have its exactly. permanent home potentially at our center. So Wow. We'll and design it's that's app, our Bayview Artist Registry and we can we'll get to come back.
1: Oh, that's that would fantastic. That'll be, that would be awesome. awesome. Yeah. And another pun uh, not intended. It is so heartwarming is. just to see, like we've talked about, you know, a lot of um art ends up mm-hmm. going into warehouses and just sitting there for a very long time you know and and with no potential site of where it can be replaced so having this opportunity is amazing and thank you for advocating for uh rotating pieces out of the warehouse to see the light of day and then maybe rotating the pieces that will be uh leaving your site like this one in a couple of years to another site rather than back into the warehouse um yeah
8: Thank you. That's just one yeah. last question. Um, will there be an unveiling of this project or uh, anything that's open to the public for announcing that this heart is now in Bayview?
6: We are planning to do the unveiling on February 24th as part of our Black History Month celebration and parade. Okay,
8: Perfect. excellent. We'll Thank
6: sure you.
8: Yeah. Please make sure. Thank you. <laughs> Great.
1: Uh, any other commissioner questions, comments? Thank you both so much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, all right. And then I would like to call for public comment. Is there any public comment on item number 4 hearts in San Francisco? Southeast community center.
2: If you would like to make a public comment, please proceed to the podium and fill out an information card. We are currently on item 4 as a reminder. We will start your time when you begin speaking and you will see a visual timer and receive a 30 second audible warning before your time concludes. Is there any public comment?
4: I see no public comment. Great. Thank you, Craig.
0: All right, then I would like to ask for a motion.
7: So move, Commissioner Beltran. Second,
0: Second Commissioner Schneer. Commissioner. Thanks, Commissioners. All those in favor say
1: aye. 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 All opposed say nay. Motion passes unanimously. Thank you guys again very much. All right, we will call item number 5, which is the treasure island water resource recovery facility. We have discussion and possible action to approve the project plan for the southeast. I'm sorry for the treasure island water resource recovery public art project. I'd like to introduce senior program manager, Jackie, von Dres- <laughs> Jack, to introduce the <laughs> item. Jackie.
9: Thanks, Chair Ferris. Hi, Commissioners. Good to see you all. I'm excited to bring this project to you all for approval today. This project plan um, for the SFPUC's um, new and improved Treasure Island wastewater resource recovery facility. Um, So, we'll get right into it. Um, So, the um, current facility and the new 1, the the renovated 1 will be located on the north end of Treasure Island um, and is a critical part of the islands infrastructure and sustainability framework. As you all are probably well aware, Treasure Island has a unique history and infrastructure. It's a man-made island that was first developed uh, for the World's Fair in 1939, and later became a U.S. naval station. Um, and the current uh, small wastewater treatment facility is really designed to service a much smaller population of nearly 2,500 people. So the hope is that we, you know, with future, with projections of future growth on the island. And um, up to about 20,000 residents by 2032, um, you know, there's a need to uh, expand and improve upon the existing uh, facility. Um, So, the new 9 acre facility will, like I mentioned, um, is located on north end of the island um, and is um, will be part of the 4th and final phase of treasure island redevelopment. Um, and will include a large, approximately 100 acre uh, regional shoreline park to be built in the area surrounding the facility. Um, The the concept of the facility, the campus and the building is uh, what's being dubbed by the the project team as a machine in the park, um, and is designed to produce uh, minimal wastewater discharge with the goal of reusing disinfected rice recycled water on the island for landscaping lawns and community parks. Um, this is a design build project um, and um, is being completed by Stantec General Contractors in partnership with PCL Construction. Um, it received CDR phase two approval um, just this past month or December. Yep. yep. Um, and um, construction is anticipated to start imminently in the next few months yep. um, with completion anticipated in 2026. Um, when completed, the facility will have an annual average wastewater treatment capacity of one point three million gallons per day. Wow <laughs> The concept behind the design of the facility is a machine in the park, so it's really um, thinking about um, objectives that include addressing aging uh, infrastructure, ensuring regulatory compliance, and meeting uh, the wastewater and recycled water needs of future Treasure Island and your Island development. Um, So, this is a couple I'm going to show a couple renderings of the recently approved um, design. Um, so these this design um, kind of took a previous design and really responded to comments that were received as part of the civic design review process as commissioner Schneier is well aware. <laughs> um, and so, um, you know, this, this design has really evolved since we were initially engaged on this project and considering the art enrichment opportunity. Um, originally we were thinking the art enrichment opportunity was going to be um, integrated concrete panels into perimeter fencing. But with the change of the fencing design, we then focused our attention on these really prominent visible facades of the maintenance and administration administration buildings um, um, along this um, uh, East Side Avenue, which will include a protected bike lane as well. Um, so this is a, a view of the facility that shows some of the vertical glazed elements that were integrated into the facade design, um, which sort of serve as pillars that kind of reflect the landscape back during the day um, so that you don't, uh, you won't see into the building, but you'll rather see the. The landscape, um, the surrounding it reflected back at you. Um, and this is a view of the facility from the future north northern shoreline park. Um, what they're sort of dubbing the wilds as well. So this will be an area that will really have a lot of native um, vegetation and sort of look like a sort of a, a wild landscape when it grows in. Um, so the art opportunity for this project consists of the concrete facades of the facilities maintenance administration buildings that are located along Eastside Avenue and the adjacent pedestrian and bicycle pathways, um, interspersed between the reflective vertical glazed elements that connect the landscape to the sky. The artwork will be facade mounted and will consist of imagery on up to 2850 square feet of precast concrete panels. Those panels may consist and be produced through the application of graphic concrete might include mosaic or ceramic tile uh, custom formed concrete reliefs or other precast elements that will be mounted to the facade. Um, I want to mention why we went with the precast wall mounted um, option as opposed to doing a sort of custom form liner, which would be used when the concrete walls are being formed. Uh, The main reason is we have more control over the quality of the fabrication and how the work's being produced. Um, And secondly, um, this is a really aggressive construction schedule. Um, so we didn't want to hold up the progress of the schedule while we do a really thorough and thoughtful artist selection process. This will allow us to come in when the art, when the from the project steps substantial completion to install the artwork. So it serves both um, both uh, benefits there. Um, so these are just a couple other views of of the project site that show the concrete walls. Um, these buildings are approximately sixteen feet tall, uh, and the widths of the concrete areas vary between you know eighteen to twenty six feet. Um, so we are, we're, um, we are expecting that the artists will want to really take advantage of this surface area and for, for a really impactful. Uh, artwork, and this is a view of the, of the, of the, um, the facility in the evening. So you can really see, um, it allows you sort of to see inside of the, of the building. So you can kind of understand the inner workings of what's happening inside. And We really want to play with that indoor/outdoor, the sort of the, the 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 machine-made, you know, infrastructure um, with the outside wilds. Uh, we want the artwork to reflect that as well. and um, thinking about the sort of the natural uh, landscape and 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 the inner workings of what this facility will do. Um, lighting will be um, up for conversation. We have a very um, collaborative design-build team, and um, we are discussing options for. Landscape lighting that will be integrated into the landscape that will highlight the artwork walls as well during um, the evening hours. That would be um, maintained by by the facility. Um, and this is just some examples of the of the concrete applications um, that we're what we are you know opening up the opportunity to um, you know in the bo- top left and bottom right. That's con- graphic concrete. The top left shows um, the possibility of integrating mosaic or tile elements into the. Precast um, uh, panels, then, of course, you have different relief um, options as well. So that can be really sort of a sculptural approach. If that's what the artist desires. We'll leave it up to them. Um, the goals of the project kind of reflect the, that at the facility, um, we want the artwork to connect viewers to an understanding of the flow and importance of water and wastewater um, in the facility and on and around the island and throughout the Bay area more broadly. And we also want to encourage artists to highlight the island's history, ecology, natural and marine environments, as well as the environmental stewardship of the SFPUC. Um, the art total art rich about for this project is 1Million. Um, and so after our, um, our artwork and admin and conservation allocations, we have a total artwork budget of 610,000, um, leaving an artist contract amount of 510,000 with a separate installation allocation of 100,000. Which we feel confident will we'll provide for a really impactful, uh, artwork that will cover the, the areas that we've identified. Um, this is our artist selection timeline, so we will be getting to work really quickly here with your approval of the project plan today. We'll be issuing the RFQ um, this Friday. Uh, it'll be up for uh, close to 2 months. Um, and then, you know, go through the requisite artist qualification panel and review panel process. We'll have finalists identified and participating in orientation in mid April uh, with proposals due in early June, Uh, and then uh, we'll be coming back to you all for approval of the recommended finalists In mid July, uh, and hope to get them under contract soon thereafter. Uh, So, yeah, we're really going to try and, um. Align ourselves to the construction of this project and get things moving pretty quickly. And with focused vision, I think we're going to get some good artists who are going to be really interested in activating this site and working with this material. So, um, I did want us want to note that this project will transition to our great project manager, Marcus Davies after today's approval. Um, so, if any of you are interested in um, volunteering yourselves for the for the panel. Um, Please uh, mention that to Marcus and he'll reach out to you um, for that for that uh, to make arrangements for that. So. Uh, happy to answer any questions and also we have Blair here as well from the PC. If you have any questions for him as well.
5: Um, if I can, uh, commissioner Schneer here, uh, 1st of all, I want to say from CDR, it was the change that they did was just phenomenal to take this type of a. Basic maintenance kind of facility and turn it into something this elegant. Uh, We just we're thrilled with that. And what we've seen in the past is that when we get started early within the construction and get the artists involved early on um, some really wonderful, exceptional things can happen. So I know this is a uh, very demanding type of schedule, but I applaud you for the attempts on it. I know Marcus can make it happen. (laughs) 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 So, anyway, I just wanted to say that um, I really hope it um, that we're able to get this through the way we'd like to. And um, I applaud your efforts on it. Thank you.
7: So I um, yeah, I would love to serve on that panel if if you need someone and I also wanted to suggest that um, do you mind going to your reference items of the other past concrete treatments? there is an incredible huge gigantic mural by Sergeant Johnson on the side of the track of Washington high school. That is essentially molded concrete and it's called athletics. Um, and uh, I think that's a great example for uh, what what can happen with the building as well, because it's really storytelling. It's beautiful. It's It's like intriguing uh, and there's a funny story behind it. It was actually originally commissioned to go to. Bufano, and and then, but he wanted to use some Marx, Marxist intro. They said, "Okay, you don't get it anymore." And then <laughs> gave it to Sergeant
4: Johnson,
7: they gave it to Sergeant Johnson. And it's 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 because it's the side of the track. It's all of these athletes, and it's really wonderful. So that. so it's to, you know site specific, and you know there's all this great subject matter. It's a good example.
9: Yeah, it's a good reference. Thank you.
7: And that's Commissioner Beltran.
1: Don't forget to introduce yourself. So oh, please.
7: that was Commissioner Beltran. <laughs>
1: commissioner, let's <laughs> clarify. Um, thanks, commissioners. Any other commissioner comments? Questions? Here, <laughs> <laughs> um, here. Uh, and thank you again, Blair, and to the SFPUC. You guys make the best partners. Um, You know, I really, we all really appreciate uh, the thoughtfulness that you guys put into how we can incorporate art into the new construction that you guys have to do um, how to make sites beautiful for the communities that they're in. Um, and yeah, and as I have said before, sprinkling art all around our, our great city. So, thank you. Um, any other commissioner comments or questions. Thank you so much, Jackie, for the work you do and Marcus for the work you will be doing. <laughs> um, so I would like to call for public comments. Is there any public comment on the item on item number 5? The treasure island water resource recovery.
2: If you'd like to make a public comment, please proceed to the podium and fill out an information card. We are currently on item 5 um, again as a reminder. Your time will start when you begin speaking, and you will see a visual timer and receive a 30 second audible warning before your time concludes. Is there any public comment? On item 5,
4: I see, no public
7: comment at this time.
1: Great. Thanks, Craig.
5: All right. I'd like to ask for a motion.
7: So, Mr. Belter.
5: 2nd, commissioner. Schanier.
1: Thanks commissioners. All those in favor say, aye. 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 All opposed say nay. The motion passes unanimously. Yay.
4: Yay. Yay.
1: And yes, what a beautiful building. Um, all right, calling item number six. Item number six is the Mission Bay School. We have a discussion and possible action to approve project plan for the Mission Bay School Public Art Project. Reintroducing senior pro- program manager Jackie Von Treskow to present the item.
9: Jackie. Thank you, Chair Ferris. Excited for this 1, because it's been a while in the making as Mary can attest to, Um, I think it's taken us over a year to get a a project MOU in place with, SFUSD, but um, we did at last and it was approved by the, the board of education uh, last Tuesday, which is why we're here today to finally present this project plan to you for this for the mission based school. Um, So the the future mission based school um, is located at Nelson rising lane between 5th and 6th. Streets in Mission Bay marked here with the red star. Um, you can see across Channel Drive, the traffic circle there marked with the yellow star is actually the future site of the Mission Creek Grizzlies public art project by REGO 23. So um, there's going to be a nice little pocket of public art coming to this area um, in the fall of 2025, which is really exciting. Um, this is our first time working with SFUSD. Which is also we're really thrilled. Um, hopefully it won't be our last time. Hopefully this will be a precedent setting project. and there will be more partnerships to come. Um, so, uh, we're excited to get this 1 when going and another ambitious, uh, project schedule for this 1 as well. Um, so that's the location for the future mission based school, which is already um, they've already broken ground on this project. Um, a little bit of, of an overview about the school, um, so um, they're developing the school on it. On, it's on a 2.5 acre lot. As I mentioned at 6th street and Nelson rising lane. Um, it's going to um, provide a, a number of programs, um, including a transitional kindergarten through 5th grade elementary school, plus a pre kinder. Kinder program with access to high quality teaching and learning a linked learning hub for high school students where they are offered unique opportunities to connect their learning with career experiences and workforce readiness and a professional learning resource for teachers and staff to receive training in support of ever changing methods of teaching uh, and ways to engage students. Um, so this project is, is already underway. Um, it's scheduled to open for the 2025 academic year in August of 2025. So, that gives you a sense of the timeline that we're working with. Um, the identity, the opportunity that we identified in conversation with, um, representatives representatives of and the project architect, um, is a tile or mosaic artwork that will be located on the exterior of the schools uh, East entrance. The artwork area will measure approximately 330 square feet. Um, this is a view of the school from the Northeast corner. Um, these are the sort of the, basketball courts that sort of flank the entrance uh, where the artwork will be sited. And this is the highlighted area here is the tile um, will be where the tile artwork will be located. So, at a really prominent main entrance point to the school um, visible from the recreation courts, as well as the sort of patio seating lunchtime seating area to the left there. Um, so, this will be interacted with daily by um, almost every educator, student, uh, and parent that enters into the building, which is really exciting. Uh, this is just a highlighted elevation view drawing, so you can get a sense of the scale. Again, 330 square feet. Um, and this is sort of the material approach that we're anticipating, likely ceramic tile. Um, we, As you'll see in a moment, we have quite a modest budget, so we're going to try and stretch it as much as we can. Um, so ceramic tile is is a really cost effective way of going about, um, using, you know, this, this sort of more conservative budget. Um, and also is a great opportunity for an artist who works in a 2 dimensional medium to translate their work into a permanent material for the 1st time. So, this will open up the opportunity to a large swath of artists. Um, the goals of the project, um, are for the artwork to be bold and colorful to visually enhance the learning environment and inspire and engage students. Um, our total art enrichment amount is two hundred fifty thousand, leaving us with an artwork budget of one hundred thirty-six thousand. Uh, so that includes all the artist fees um, and expenses for fabric- design, fabrication, insurance, transportation, and installation. Um, installation might be performed under the artist's contract and scope, potentially, or it might also be performed by the general contractor on the project by, the, by their tile subcontractor. We're going to look into the cost options when we get to that point when we have a proposal. Uh, And this is our artist selection timeline again, an ambitious 1. so we are also issuing the RFQ this Friday um, and the deadline uh, will be in in mid March. Similar timeline, uh, a little bit off, but similar to the to the treasure island project Um, qualification panel and review panel process will start in April. Uh, We'll have uh, proposals due in June um, with approval of the recommended artist in mid July. Um, and uh, going under contract soon thereafter, so you'll see again, you know, if we're gonna have an artist under contract, August 2024, we've got a year to get the work (laughs) completed, fabricated uh, and installed. So ambitious, but with a project at this scale and scope, we're confident we can do it. Um, and with your approval today, uh, once the RFQ goes up, this project will also be transitioning to our other fabulous project manager. Ari and Davidian, So, who um, is an appropriate project manager for this because she's a parent with a school age child. So, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is a resonant 1 for her as well. So we're excited for her to take over this project and move it forward. And again, looking for volunteers for this panel, if anyone's interested um, and happy to answer any questions.
1: Thanks so much, Jackie. Yeah. Um, and can I, I just want to mention, um. As much art as we can get on public school buildings. The better. Agreed. Uh, so this is fantastic. It makes me very, very happy to see this um, being installed with the um,
5: SFUSD. With
1: SFUSD, exactly. If we can partner with SFUSD more, that would be amazing as well. I'm happy to make a connection with the director of the SFUSD mm-hmm. Arts to see if that's a possibility um, to start the conversation. Um, there's proven benefits of school-age children being just being exposed to art, just seeing art uh contributes to their long-term um outcome uh, so so yay I'm I'm very happy and, and uh, applaud uh this project so I uh, want to open it up to my fellow commissioners for any discussion and
9: questions
5: yeah um commissioner Schneier here uh question why is the budget so mod- modest explain that to me very <laughs> so <laughs> you know
10: this is not necessarily it doesn't fall under our 2% art enrichment okay. ordinance it is voluntary from SFUSD because they are not subject to that two percent, and their design, you know, as you know, doesn't come to civic design review. Right. So we wanted to. It's a you know relatively modest budget, but we can do something with it, and we would just want to make
5: the most out of the the budget that we have. This is a. Get to know you special yes,
10: yes, yeah. the beginning of That's something on you know, as you mentioned, I think putting having public art in schools is just
5: oh yeah
10: an amazing
1: opportunity for us to,
8: you know, have more arts in, yeah. in schools. Okay,
5: thank you for answering that. Appreciate
8: it. Commissioner McCoy here. I have a question because I'm not quite sure how this particular portion of this works. Um. Number 1, I'm really great to see a school and art going on to a public school in mission Bay. This is a, um. Incredible neighborhood lots of development, lots of young children in that neighborhood, and they've been without a resource for some for some time. Um, but my question goes is about community input on the artwork.
9: Yep. Yeah. How does
8: that work in this? Oh, yeah, um, space.
9: Yeah, that's an excellent question because it's tricky right now because we don't have enrolled students or student body or, pa- you know, we don't. The community is sort of this nebulous. It's the neighborhood. Right? So that's sort of the question is, like, who's going to represent the community. On the panel, so that's something we're in conversation with SFUSD about because the student body has yet to be defined.
8: Yeah, you- there are a few groups um, between dog patch and mission. Mm-hmm. Bay that that. Can probably be very instrumental uh, like dog patch DNA. I think there is a neighborhood hub on Minnesota street as well. I think it's, um, uh, funded by, um. Uh, I think, UCSF, uh, you know, community benefits. Okay. Um, so there's a few, um, I think that it would be probably beneficial. Make sure to tap into some of those community yeah. groups. Um, just to make sure. That yeah. They're headed in the right direction with the artwork.
9: Yeah, I, I was actually R and I were just talking about that today in, t- in terms of potential, uh, groups to reach out to about when the RFQ goes live to get the proposals out there to recruit artists. So thank you for those recommendations. Yeah, for sure. For Thanks. sure. There
7: a good That's perfect. Thank it's you. Mr. I wanted to add to Mr. McCoy's um, comment. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, this is actually my neighborhood. Okay. Uh, I'm in Petro, but my run takes me all along 16th through Mission Bay, <laughs> which I actually saw start from parking lots to come, oh, yeah. come this gigantic oh, yeah. complex now, and it's just been incredible. I feel fortunate that I was part of that, um, and. One suggestion is that a major part of the community, there are employees of UCSF like residents and employees um, staff who actually get a discounted rate of all those apartments around there. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would, you know, that's a huge part of that community and I would actually just ask UCSF if, you know, how do I. How do we reach those families who are probably going to be sending their kids to Mm -hmm. this one of the pleasures of being able to see. Uh, that mission bay neighborhood come essentially arise from scratch was that, um. They have always been uh, very, very, um. Um, supportive, I can't think of a better word and generous uh, of and organized, but particularly with public art. Yeah. I actually saw yes. the Richard Serra go up, <laughs> which is like right really along I forget what street it is. But um I saw it, you know, like oh the giant panels being yeah. like lifted on there and being set into the concrete. Yeah. And for a long time it was the only thing before buildings. <laughs> it was the first thing to go in was that monumental piece of work and now it's dwarfed by all of the buildings around it isn't that funny it's sort of weird <laughs> but yeah so it was it was wonderful to see that and then they also put in a mark de Suvero. and then of course on the other side of third street there's now the olaf Reliason so it, it, there really is this major um uh constellation yeah. of public art there and and this is going to be such a great compliment uh and you know i love the fact that it's going to be a public school that's going to also have you know, space-wise, a monumental presence. Yeah. Um, and I, I also laud you and your staff for thinking about tile because that is how you can have a a big presence without too much, you know, visual presence of something without too much expense. And I would love to be on the panel. So,
8: <laughs> <laughs> um, Commissioner McCoy, just doubling on what Commissioner Beltran said, this is actually this this neighborhood is very well organized. Yeah. Um, as far as community organizations, if they. They lobby for their community benefits, so it really is a very important part. Um, So um, we'll do our due diligence.
9: Thank you. We (laughs) make sure we hit all the right folks. Yeah. I have one other
5: quick question, which is, you know, I have the designated area here, but there's also an area, and looks like all this colorful. Is that just uh, reflecting a sunset
9: with the stairs at all glass? What is? I don't know what that's actually supposed (laughs) to be rendering. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know if it was like supposed to be the back treatment to the back wall through the glass, or reflecting what's happening outside. Yeah, that rendering is uh, it's a little confusing. I'm not sure. Just
5: asking, (laughs) curious about that one.
9: (laughs) Does make me think that would be a great opportunity
1: to put art whether it's on the inside. yeah I was confused it's like okay is that on the window
5: yeah or on the inside like wouldn't anyway. that be fun to maybe exactly. consult with them about yeah that way
9: yeah. <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to see I think we're going to prove ourselves with this and see how yeah, yeah. go yeah. earn some trust and <laughs> show what we're capable of and got um, it yeah got it. I just wanted to I just wanted to thank you I'm excited that we doing
11: this work with the school district because I think that's a wonderful yeah. future. I look forward to many more. So we have a big responsibility to deliver an exciting project. And, and on that note, I wanted to thank uh, my colleague, um, Commissioner McCoy, for always reminding us how part of our job is to get our community engaged. Because sometimes I forget, I personally, as I said here, just want to thank you for, because now I you keep reminding me that I need to be thinking about that as we do this. So thank you. And thank you for actually listening and doing that for us when we ask I'd
9: love again. to hear thank your recommendations yeah. for these yeah thank you
1: yes here here again thank mm-hmm. you commissioners for your comments and your suggestions as always and yes hopefully many many more sfusd um collaborations mm-hmm. to come um that is the hope so um so thank you for your work on this and who's the project manager are you it's gonna be ari oh Ari. <laughs> um okay yes and commissioners please thank you uh commissioner Beltran for um for expressing interest on being the panel and I do encourage um my fellow commissioners also please let me know if there's certain panels that you are interested in um doing all right any other commissioner comments or questions and seeing none I would like to um Call for public comment. Is there any public comment on item number uh, 5? Sorry item number 6. The um, mission base,
2: if you would like to make a public comment, please proceed to the podium and fill out an information card. We are currently on item 6 as a reminder. Your time will start when you begin speaking. Is there any. uh, Public comment for item number 6.
4: Oh, I see no public comment.
11: Thanks, Craig. All right.
1: Uh, I would like to ask for a motion.
11: <laughs> Commissioner Hakimi seconded.
1: <laughs> I was going to beat her, but I couldn't get to her. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Commissioner. i sorry.
12: <laughs> Welcome to our episode of Jeopardy.
1: Thank you, commissioners. All right. Uh, All those in favor say aye. 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 All opposed say nay. (laughs) This motion passes unanimously. Thank you. Thanks, Blair. Thank you, Blair. All right. We are calling item number seven, the 2024 Art on Market Street poster series. We have a discussion and possible action to approve the conceptual design of Jesse Hernandez for the 2024 Art on Market Street poster series. I'd like to introduce Program Associate Craig Cora for uh, to present the item. Craig.
2: Thank you. Um, good afternoon, Commissioners. I'm presenting the conceptual proposal for Jesse Hernandez for the 2024 Art on Market Street poster series. Um, just as a reminder, this year's series will be devoted exclusively to the San Francisco Bay Area Native Peoples. Artists will um, create original artwork recognizing the history, culture, legacy, and future of local Indigenous peoples. So um, Jesse Hernandez will be first. Um, he is a Concord-based Indigenous artist who works whose work honors the strength, resilience, and beauty of Indigenous American culture. And aims to preserve and shine a light on native traditions through a contemporary aesthetic lens. He states, the voice of my ancestors is what drives me. His art has been featured um, by the Oakland Museum, Rolling Stone, Juxtapose, Magazine, Marvel, DC, uh, DC Comics, San Jose Sharks, Oakland A's, um, just to name a few. Uh, And he has shown his work in galleries and museums around the world and has painted murals in Oakland, San Francisco, San Jose, Los Angeles, Mexico City, and Amsterdam. Um, so um, for Hernandez's series, he will create a series of six um, posters honoring the indigenous inhabitants of the Bay Area, the animals of and animals of significance and importance. Um, the series will act to preserve native languages by utilizing the animal's traditional name and the dialects of the indigenous tribes of the area, including languages from the Ohlone, um, Rumsen, and brahmatush and then some other um, dialects of California Indians, Milwaukee, Como, and other, um, other tribes. Uh, the design will also be in combination with traditional basket weaving patterns, which often represent stars and flowers. The juxtaposition of culture and nature among the city streets will be a powerful contrast and inspirational and educational to the viewers along market street among animals represented in the series will be the Eagle, the coyote, bear, hawk. Turtle and others. He relayed that as an indigenous artist it is always important to honor the roots and preserve the culture in a modern style for future generations. Um, so, uh, the next steps would be after, um, this is approved would be to share this proposal with Jonathan Cordero, who are partnering with for the, um. For the series, and he is the 1 of the executive directors of the Ramitusha Loaning Association, and he will give comments comments and feedback to the artist. And then, um. We are aiming to have the final designs presented at February's BC meeting. For installation in March.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. Craig. This work is, uh. It's beautiful and it really pops um, in the example that you're showing us. So yeah. it's exciting to see what it's going to look like um, when it is placed. Uh, so I would like to call for any commissioner discussion and comments. Mm-hmm. um my comment is again it's so exciting to see how this series is evolving. um I know we were so excited to uh see how the um comic series had had turned out and how that was extended and and really telling the story of San Francisco um you know a little sad to see that part of the series go but I mean this is such a beautiful way to follow it up um again telling the story of San Francisco and San Franciscans and Native American uh population that you know, calls this place home and has for such a long time and really, uh, tie that into, um, to current culture and, uh, the people that live here. So, so beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Congratulations Greg, again on a beautiful um, project. So, um. Any other commissioner discussion or questions? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right, Uh, seeing none, I would like to call for public comment. Is there any public comment on item number 7, the 2024 art on market series poster series?
2: Uh, If you'd like to make public comment, please proceed to the podium and fill out the information card. We are currently on item number 7. as a reminder, your time will start when we you begin speaking. Is there any public comment on item number 7?
4: I'm seeing no public comment at this time.
1: Great. And I just want to thank you and applaud you too, Craig, for wearing different hats and different chairs. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> Seamless. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, I would like to ask for a motion.
11: Commissioner, can
1: me, so move? Aye. Second, the commissioner. Thank you, Commissioner.
12: We're really not drinking. <laughs>
1: Just the joy of the kind. We gotta make this fun, you know. <laughs> I mean it is fun, but you know. All right. All those in favor, all those in favor say aye. Aye, aye. All opposed say nay. There we
4: go.
1: The motion passes unanimously. Thank you so much. Thank you. thank you, Craig. Thank you. And thank you, commissioners. All right. So we would like to um mention item number eight, the public art program. FISCAL YEAR 2023 ANNUAL REPORT HAS BEEN TABLED, SO WE WILL MOVE FORWARD AND CALL ITEM NUMBER 9, WHICH IS THE STAFF REPORT. Uh, I'D LIKE TO INTRODUCE CIVIC ART COLLECTION AND PUBLIC ART PROGRAM DIRECTOR MARY CHU TO PRESENT THE ITEM. THANK YOU, COMMISSIONER FERRIS. Uh, SO I HAVE SOME um,
10: ANNOUNCEMENTS, COMMISSIONERS. COMING UP IN A FEW WEEKS, WE WILL POST THE ARTWORK PROPOSALS FOR THE JEAN FRIEND RECREATION CENTER Integrated WALL ARTWORK OPPORTUNITY by finalists Adrian Arias, CeCe Carpio, and Chichai Mateo. These proposals will be shared publicly the week of February 5th to coincide with a construction kickoff event at the center. The date and time of this event is to be determined, but please help us spread the word about these proposals. Um, We are hoping to get really robust community feedback. Some open RFQs, so um, Jackie had presented on some upcoming RFQs, uh, but we have Some that are um, already open and closing soon. 1 is the Prochero yard, modernization, public art project, which closes January 22nd. We have a street smarts Mural program artist pool that closes January 19th. There's an outdoor exhibition, um, an RFP for outdoor exhibition of existing large scale sculptures for display in Patricia's green that RFP closes January 31st. Uh, we have a Treasure Island Cityside Park RFP. Um, it's a new artwork, um, a new sculptural artwork in Cityside Park, which closes uh, March 15th. And we also finally have an Equity Audit RFP. This is for um, the Mellon Foundation grant um, for our work on monuments and memorials um, due on January 26th, um, which is the end of next week yeah, or this week. <laughs> Next Friday yes, week. week. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> apologies. Next Friday. So there's a lot going on.
4: Yeah.
10: Yeah. Please help us spread the word on this. Uh, I also wanted to introduce a new hire that we have, Angela Carrier. Welcome, Angela. <laughs> Angela is our new senior program manager for monuments and memorials. She started on January 8th. She comes to us from YBCA, where she was director of artist engagement and impact. Um, guiding artist led investment initiatives and in building trusted civic and community relationships. She also led and managed the 2016 market street prototyping festival that you may all um, have. Participated in, so we're so happy to have Angela with us and to really help us carry and move this work forward. It's really, really exciting work and we are thrilled to have her. Um, so thank you, Angela. Welcome. I JUST wanted TO PROVIDE COMMISSIONERS WITH A COUPLE OF UPDATES ON LEGISLATION um, THAT'S BEEN HAPPENING with, WHICH IS RELATED TO PUBLIC ART. SO um, IN DECEMBER, YOU MAY RECALL THAT I MENTIONED SOME LEGISLATION um, RELATED TO AMENDING THE PLANNING CODE TO ELIMINATE THE 1% FOR PUBLIC ART REQUIREMENT FOR 100% AFFORDABLE HOUSING. Um, WHILE THIS IS BEING um, TABLED FOR a HEARING LATER THIS YEAR, They did pass a resolution that creates a process that allows the planning department to allow for removal, relocation or alteration of existing public artwork at 100% affordable housing projects. If the artwork has been vandalized or severely compromised and the required authorization to remove relocate or alter the artwork has been obtained from the artist. And so this was legislation that occurred specifically. In relation to what was happening at 1 of the murals, um, it's a solo wit mural that's on 10th street uh, at uh, mission, which I don't know if you all have seen it. It's um, basically it's on the pedestrian it's pedestrian level, and it's been severely tagged. And right now, the planning code uh, requires that art, uh, the artwork to be either you know maintained or replaced with something of equal value, which is was just not financially. Um, they were not financially <laughs> capable of doing that and so this change in legislation allows this removal of artwork that is severely vandalized or compromised and there's not a financial um, way for um, them to replace it with something of be value so that did pass um, and then also wanted to bring up a resolution that was sponsored by supervisor dorsey working with soma filipinas um, it was a resolution expressing support mm-hmm. for a permanent cultural monument and public realm artworks for the Filipino cultural heritage district, mm-hmm. urging the arts commission to commission new works as center voices and stories that are not currently highlighted in the civic art collections, such as permanent and temporary public realm. Artworks that reflect Filipino culture and identity. Mm-hmm. And so we did um, Ralph attended the it was heard at the public safety. Neighborhood Services Committee on January 11th and spoke in support of the resolution. And, and it, I'm sorry, the it past. It still needs to go to the Board of Supervisors. It hasn't gone to the Board of Supervisors yet. So that's it for my announcements.
0: Happy to answer any questions. Much Mary. Um, any commissioner comments? Questions for Mary?
8: Um, um, yeah, uh, Commissioner McCoy, do you know when that last resolution is going to go to the Board of yeah. Supervisors. Is that something you can share with us? Because I think that, um, we're in support of, No, um, I'm in support of it. <laughs> so, um,
10: happy to share it with you. you so yeah. And I'll find out when it's going to. Be.
11: Okay. Thank you. This is, a this is the same resolution that they presented to us at a couple of months ago. If I'm not mistaken, Raquel was, uh, yes. during public comments. Yes, I, I think, think so. Was trying I trying to remember
4: and we support it was yeah
11: thank you <laughs> <laughs> i'm 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 in agreement i i i think we supported that so if, if um I don't know what the process is but if they need any i i think we should support if we can i don't know what the process is but and thank you for presenting and supporting it by the way you already did but at the at the full
1: board um. So just, I would follow up that question um as well. Uh if we wanted to write uh public comment and support for the um the supervisors meeting, um would we do that as private citizens? Would can we do that as arts commissioners?
12: You can always uh you can always do it as private uh, Ralph Remington, uh, Director of Cultural Affairs, Arts Commission. Uh You can always do that as a private citizen always, Uh, whether you do it as a commission would probably require a full commission vote and that would authorize that support. Um, uh, Before the action is taken, we want to make sure that we're all, you know, squared away with our attorneys with uh, President Collins, vice president, all that and, um. So yeah, the the short the long that's a long answer to your question, but it's possible. Yes.
11: So Commissioner Hakimis, if that's an option, can we please ask to do that? Uh I would like to propose that we have um a, you know at during the full meeting a proposal to give that support if we are allowed to do that at least sure.
12: that. Sure, we can we can bring that to the full yeah, meeting and, and ask uh uh I can talk to President Collins and and then See what we can do. Yeah,
11: and and I just want to uh, start. Second, oh, Commissioner, I had the question. So you you said that the the board passed the resolution for the one for that one particular mural at ten. So I just want to—I just want to make understand. So they passed a legislation just for that, or that affects every art? I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. But that was the—that ca- was—that the, was the, the catalyst, catalyst for, for it. Or changing the legislation. And, and is that like
10: temporary till they take a vote later this year for that one person they're talking about, or? So this already passed by right. the board. So this, is, but there is another item on the table, which is. Removal of the 1% public art requirement for 100% affordable housing. So that is um, that is being heard later. And we are in conversation with uh, Supervisor Dorsey's office also who um, brought forth the legislation.
11: So can I ask on a more technical issue? So I just want to make sure I understand. So this this was passed. So if there is an art public art that's completely um, defaced and damaged. Take care, remove it without replacing it if the cost is not. But who makes that? De- a who
10: makes that decision cost effective to do or not? So. Uh, I don't know the legislation right. well enough to be able to respond to it. I think there's a lot of factors to be taken into consideration. It does go through the zoning administrator, and it is administered by the planning department. Um, I'm happy to forward you that legislation if you wanted to take a closer look at it. Because I, I just like to see the impact long term. Because sometimes we do things um, as a
11: response, but I want to know what will yeah. have. Because this is this is. But there was one situation catalyst. I just want to make sure how it can be used. And no, what's the you. threshold of what is a defaced? Yeah, that those are you yeah. know. As a lawyer, I just know those are terms that can be very vague and becomes a problem when the city doesn't have money to support the arts. That's the kind of stuff that happens. It disappears because they don't want to maintain. So I just want to make sure that I understand what the scope of that is. Yeah, I'm happy to pour right, that you.
10: information.
7: Just, Thanks, Mr. <laughs> I'm just curious about that one case. How much was it going to cost to replace the solenoid?
10: I don't know for sure. I have an idea, but I don't want to say anything that's incorrect. Okay, <laughs> but I'm happy to provide you with the information that we have regarding that as well.
11: Commissioner, just my personal experience is when we have uh, uh, in the city hall people, have people who support the arts, it's 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 okay. But when we have people who don't support the arts, it can become a problem. So I just want to make sure what the threshold is. That we
4: yeah, thank
11: you. These kind of laws worry me. These kind yeah. of stages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, from
1: our mm-hmm. perspective. Yes, <laughs> that's fair. Thank you, Commissioner. Um, and I have a question about the other legislation in terms of removing the um, 1% allocation for arts, uh, for 100% affordable housing. Um, is that, uh. Can that be optional? I understand uh, the necessity for making sure these projects move in a timely fashion, and that yeah. can be part of the concern. But going forward, kind of like, uh, commissioner Hakimi was saying, um. When that. Timeline isn't necessarily a uh, part of the equation and there isn't. The necessity for things to move as quickly in the future um, for future projects. Is that an option then? Or is it just. So, I think
10: that this is it's a directive from this report that came out from the state of California specifically directing San Francisco to undergo a number of changes in how affordable housing development gets built cuz it wasn't getting done quickly enough and efficiently enough. So this was one of the directives that came down from this report from the state of California stating to eliminate the public art requirement. So um so that's the background that I'm aware of and you know we are um we are in conversation um with what the impact is cuz we we feel like there's more information like What does that mean for affordable housing? How much right now is, you know, what is that 1% right now? Like, how much is it funding for art on affordable housing? So I'm happy to share out more information as we find more information.
12: And, you know, just to uh, Ralph Remington, Director of Cultural Affairs, um, it is um, important to to keep in mind, I, I have to say this as a department head at the city, that all there are a lot of departments that are going to be impacted by that California state directive, not just us, and that are having to um, change the way they do business to make things faster, and more streamlined, so we can get people unhoused off the streets. Uh, let's, I mean, bottom line, you know there's as we see every day, we got to get these folks off the streets, and we're not going to do it if we're not able to build housing quickly enough because our regulatory services policies. Are holding us back from doing that. So that's it's just 1 of the things along the way that's stopping us from from doing uh, building housing. Quickly enough, so I just wanted to add that, even though we're all advocates here for the arts. I'm also a department head at the city. And so I just want to bring the larger perspective into into consideration uh, just so people can understand the 3 dimensional chess that we play every day. And, uh, it is 3 dimensional chess, you know, you lose 1 in 1 area, you gain in another area, you gain in this area, you lose in another area. So just trying to balance that out.
1: Sure, And that's really appreciated director Remington and, and, and very much understood. I mean, I, I think we all understand the need for, uh, affordable housing and public housing being built quickly, um, and timely, uh, especially right now. Um. I just want to make sure, you know, that there is consideration for in the long term, maybe after, you know, we get over the initial hump of of getting several things built um, that, you know, it's not potentially a forever thing. If it doesn't need to be.
7: Ms. Commissioner Beltran, I also wanted to add on to um, director Remington's comment, and that is that um, our city was actually mandated by the state of California to build a certain um, base of. Uh, affordable housing units that we were facing being in violation of, and if we didn't meet those, um, we would have been penalized even more yeah. you know, in terms of as a state. Yeah. So, yeah, it, there's a lot going on yeah. in terms of being able to comply <laughs> and it's, you know, so. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Um
1: commissioner beltran and, and director remington and mary um because i know it is a very complicated issue and and as advocates for the arts we want to make sure that we are advocating for the arts but we are also balancing everything else going on in our city to make sure that we are uplifting the city as a whole so so thank you
11: i just want to clarify that for that very reason because sometimes living this for 30 years in the moment of crisis decisions are made that the consequence is much more severe long term so while I am a pragmatic business person, I understand the need, but we have to, as advocate, we also have to pay attention how this can play out. So I just, we need to be ready for that. That's really what I'm asking. We shouldn't just assume, we should educate ourselves on what the ramifications of up decisions can be, just as our advocate, because that is affecting our artists directly. And that's our, our communities, and especially the community that needs the most, which is the low income. Yeah. So anyhow, thank you. But thank you for the advocacy that
12: you do and just to add this 1 more thing, because we also don't want the message to be poor. People don't deserve art.
11: Exactly. And that's what that's exactly the point that I'm trying that they're the 1st ones who are getting. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly the point.
1: Thank Um, you. Um, any other commissioner comments or questions on the staff report? And I do want to um, make sure that we um, welcome and thank Angela for joining us on uh, monuments and memorials. I know this will be <laughs> a, oh, gosh, I'm full of puns today. A monumental task but hard work that really is needed. So thank you. Yeah. All right.
7: Roll <laughs> um, um just in in terms of this conversation it might be an interesting um option to explore that once you know we see what happens with this resolution and identify the um uh, projects that are going to be impacted if if it does pass um that we confer with um whoever is heading our public art We'll trust our fund to see if there might be some funds that we can supplement for some of the buildings, because we do have I know that we have a balance there um, and that we are allowed to be able to use it throughout the city. So, just throwing that out. That's a good suggestion. Yeah,
1: thank you commissioner. All right, Uh, seeing no other commissioner comments or questions. Thank you so much. Mary. All right. then i would like to call for public comment is there any public comment on item number nine the staff report
2: if you'd like to make a public comment please proceed to the podium now and fill out an information card we are currently on item number nine is there any public comment i seeing no public comment at this time
1: great thank you craig all right i'd like to call item number 10 Item number 10 is new business and announcements. This item is to allow commissioners to introduce new agenda items for consideration, to report on recent art activities, and to make announcements. Um, This roughly falls within uh, this purview, but I would like to start us off by saying um, a huge thank you to Craig and Tara uh, for the work that you guys do in leading our VAC meetings. We could not literally do it without you, so um, thank you. I just wanted to give you guys an opportunity. At the start of another exciting year, so thank you guys um, and that extends to Mary um, again. Thank you for the work that you do and, and how you lead us forward and always um, keep us up to date with what's going on with the staff and and uh, with the commission and Ralph as well. Thank you um, both for being here and making sure that we're staying on track and staying informed with the, what the commission is doing. So um, thank you guys and of course to the staff um speaking of can't do it without you guys too and the project managers um yeah i mean it, it really is uh, a team effort and it's very apparent uh, when we have these meetings what a team effort it is with all of you guys so so thank you i just wanted to make sure we acknowledged all of you guys um in the work that you do not just for the commission but for vac um, and the amazing work that the arts commission does so thank you guys thank you. First, my fellow commissioners who I think again, Um, all right, so opening it up for commissioner discussions and comments.
7: Uh, Yes, uh, I have an announcement that I actually am known to uh, sing happy birthday to complete strangers in restaurants when I learn it's her birthday and and you are not complete strangers. But I learned that we have 3 birthdays that we're celebrating and I would like to sing happy birthday, especially to our director. (laughs) It's hard to follow that up. Um, uh, I also wanted to announce that I am. Yeah, we just, we just sang happy birthday. Uh Um, I also am super, super jazzed and proud to announce that I've been named to the inaugural curatorial committee of the Minnesota street foundation, um, which is really exciting. And it's a 70,000 square foot space that just opened its third exhibition last night, uh, but we are, ex- I'm, I'm with four other incredibly enormously talented curators and the director, Rachel sample um, with the support of um, the founders who are uh, Deborah and Andy Rapport of that space. And super excited because our goal is to do things in that space that can't be do- done anywhere else in the city. So it's a really fun challenge and an uh, exciting new endeavor.
1: Congratulations. Thank congratulations. you, Thank you, Commissioner Beltran and congratulations. Um any other commissioner comments, uh questions, new business announcements?
7: Oh, and and I actually wanted um to softball this to uh Commissioner Schmier, who's going to talk about art week. <laughs>
12: So
5: funny. I'm waiting for the echo. Um well we already talked about it yesterday, but basically starting tonight um with the fog uh opening, this is SF Art Week. And so um this is the first time it's an organized art week, and it's starting um, it's uh if you want to look it up, it's sfartweek.com and there's so many things going on different galleries different uh, museums artists panels discussions uh, meets different exhibits it's just all over and it starts tonight and it goes all the way through till next tuesday so just go check it out it's easy to do and almost everything is free so go for it Mm -hmm. and this is the first time it's all been organized to be a full art week. It started out with the, when did the FOG art fair first start? I mean, somebody was saying 10 years ago, but I feel like I've been going longer than 10 years. years All right, well, anyway, and and it's just grown and grown every year. So I'm just-
12: That costs money though. Yeah.
5: Just for, just FOG
12: costs. FOG
5: costs money. Oh yeah, it costs money to go to the FOG, but there's a lot of other stuff that's free. So there you go. Okay. Thank you. I didn't want to get too carried away, but it's worth it. And then you can go like the whole time. You don't have to, except for Saturday when the Niners are playing <laughs> All right, at night. <laughs> anything else? Did I, miss, did I miss anything?
11: Perfect.
12: Okay, great.
11: So can you, uh, art re- SF dot uh, Awesome. <laughs> Thank you.
4: Just making sure. I'm going to
11: check it out. Okay.
1: Fantastic. All right. Uh, any other new business and announcements. Seeing none, I would like to call for public comments. Is there any public comment on item? Number 10 new business and announcements.
2: If you'd like to make a public comment, please proceed to the podium and fill out an information card. We are currently on item number 10. Uh, is there any public comment? see any
4: public? Comment?
0: then I would like to call item number 11, adjournment. This meeting is adjourned.
4: Thank you.